I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah. That plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome to the very latest edition of the Premier View Tipperary GAA podcast. Don't forget to give us a follow if you haven't done so already on Twitter. We are at Premier View Pod. On Facebook, our page is the Premier View Podcast and on Instagram, where we are Premier View Podcast. We have up-to-the-minute news on all things Tip GAA across all our socials, plus the odd giveaway so don't miss out. If you're a Spotify listener, don't forget to hit follow and also hit the bell so that you never miss a podcast episode. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Preview Podcast episode number 111. Today we're talking about the greatest show on earth. It's up and running. There's been loads of wins, draws and losses. 10-point hammerings and one-point wins for all involved. I'm looking at a few lads smiling back at me here now with Stephen Cronin from Carrick Davins who had a great win in the intermediate, Sean Smith, maybe smiling ruefully at that kind of third of Sarsi who's given up a giving up the two points versus Killedang at the weekend. We've plenty to discuss as we start at senior, but we'll go down through all the grades. Um, you know, it's just, I suppose, to say at the outset, I think it has all the makings now, the three championships of a crack of a of a cracking year for Tipperary Harland. It's definitely started with a with a bang. Sean, we'll go to you first and Sarsi is right. It wasn't full jeopardy for you having bagged the mid the week previously, but Kildangan, you know, might have been hurt by their position in the power rankings, but they'll be back up this week. Yeah, it was um we kind of got to the blocks very quickly. We won one the board there within two minutes. Um go from Adam Palmer took a very well kind of second point. Think Lang got I think four or five next scores in a row there. It was well one of the main talking points for the game was Rod was fell ill that morning there, so he couldn't hog, he wasn't able to play. So he no centre back sweeper slash hitting 30 balls a game player. And David Corbett as well lost out with a knock. And own personal as well, another corner forward who played very well in the mid as well. So we're down down three. So do a bit of rejigging in the back line. But then it's Maris slot in centre back um there. And um, but the space is still behind in around the our half back line foot forward line. As long as pop scores over there for sport like there are times. And um we just couldn't get a grip hold in, in of the game, to be honest. Um Billy Seymour, he got one seven or one six. You know, his goal is exquisite. If anyone watch it back there on club or the ball fell from there on 21 or 14 and he just whipped on and however he managed to control it into the top corner and Sean Hayes then scored our second goal just before half time we're kind of three down I looked at the scoreboard we're three points down I said grand we're going to half time regroup you know come up with a plan but Sean Hayes other ideas and he's stuck in the back of the net we're down six points in a half time you know it's one nine two twelve at half time and we're six points down we'd a lot to do in the second half but Tlangan and let us do it Paul Finn again very good. Six, seven points from play. Ty Gallagher got four from play. Sean, he's got the goal. 
Joe, Joe Gallagher even got two points as well. So they array of scores um, and they hit a heap wide as well. They 21 wide, I think, to be honest. So for ourselves, like Aidan McCormick kind of kept scoreboard ticking over 1 8. Uh, Billy got three points and Darius Egan got three points as well. But Langan looks solid. James Peely in the back line looked very good now to fair. All over the field, they just looked a team that were kind of out to put on a marker, especially after the North. But disappointed from us. But again, we're Hope the better team going forward with Roy and DC and on personal realize back as well. So yeah, I suppose that's one of the most like look competitive groups on paper. Like I suppose we can't talk about any one game in 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 too much depth here tonight. So like apologies to any supporters, but like yeah, I suppose that was one of the more the the, the Sarsfields results definitely. You'd sit up and take notice. The other game in that, I don't know if whether it's a good thing from a Sars perspective or a bad thing that there was no winner in this game, Barcelli and Clinality, which was played in very difficult conditions on Sunday midday. And the rain coming in fairly low scoring. Um, I don't think any team got kind of more than a point or two ahead at, at any one stage. Um, Eddie Ryan with a last minute free or last puck of the game. Was well, actually, and it's, it's always going to be given to be honest. One day, man's where it's a game of freeze, actually. I think the cut work at 12s. Eddie Ryan got about eight, like so. You know, final scores one 13 16. So overall, it was a scrappy game. But the conditions gave to that slipping lads' hands on backs, you know, yourselves. But can only were a better team, I think, to be honest, like they probably deserved a win. But when there's all the point in the game around them rounds, like, you know, free in is always going to come. Um, Jack Ryan for Knowles is very good now to there. Um, his size of him alone, like he scored three points, but his striking was. Class and um, the goal was um, James Vanny. McCormick set it up, laid it off James Vanny, and he just kept going through the middle and stuck in the net. But other than that, like Borussia, we have to draw. We can only be disappointed with that, especially when they kind of were sitting there after watching Sarsfield get kind of going over by Killang in there. And that score difference of Kilo, so if one of them could have got a win there, would have been a huge boost. But the next day out now, we're playing Canolty, and that's massive, to be honest. But we both still have lifeline division and on a preliminary quarter final. But you don't want to go down that route, trying to be honest. Yeah, and Barcelona next time out, then I suppose you've a you've almost a, a must win game there again. Yeah. We've been here before, Barcelona in the second in the second round, like you know. So it's um they don't do things the easy way. No, they don't. No, worse like this group. It's I don't know what way it's going to finish. Like fourteen could come out of it. Like, you know, we could be third of, or fourth. Claude could be down the way, isn't it? Barcelona That's a no. that's a top game the next day. Like there'll be few yeah. games I think with more. Riding on them than that. No, but overall, like, can all two be disappointed? Heard very well, but you know, the freeze kind of just were a killer in the game. You know, again, never got fun, but conditions didn't let it either. So, absolutely. And as I suppose the senior championship started with a bang, the current county champions killed Ryan Friday night, not quite dethroned, but a major dent in their title defense by Tumavara. Uh, some of you fancy, you know, th- think Tumavara a bit of a common team. I actually, you know, I'll Hold my hands up here, like I, I didn't see it coming. I, I, you know, fancy kind of Kilroyan there, like you know, and end I suppose would be the contributing. He was quietly confident at least to Tumavara. I think he thinks they're building a very nice team there, and they they really showed up on Friday night. Yeah, I suppose um massive result for Tumavara. Actually, look, we all know the history they have. We grew up on him, but um, a real statement from him too, and you know. I suppose there'll be a lot of focus on Kilaran after winning the county last year. Can they back it up? Can they, you know, uh, assert a bit of dominance in Tipperary Hurland? Look, there's only the first round. They won't panic after that. After all, they are county champions. Um, but yeah, it is, it is a huge, huge result for uh, Timmy Varon. and that sets them up big time now going forward. And a little bit of a setback for Kilaran because, you know, I'm uh, lost in the next round and they're out, you know. Yeah, exactly. And I think um I think it was Jack Delaney that really came out of that people raving about that um match with, with himself kind of did a lot of the damage for Tomb as well. So it might be one that's on Liam Carl's radar. Yeah, and just he was I think got two four Jack Delaney, Darren McCarthy got one three. So that was seven scoring from the forwards there. Like um but Kilaram at this point, Nilamara went off there just around half time and if he was kind of getting back into the game in the first half, so him going off an injury. Not what you want to see, but then Craig Martin came on from coming from injury. He came on the second half, so but again, he wasn't 100 either. But Killer Ants can't seem to get the full f- fielding on the field at the moment with injuries and stuff, you know. Um, so 
who else went off injured? I think Willie Cleary, was he? Went injured as well, the free takers. Well. So they kind of got unlucky at times, but Toome were the better team. I was flicking over back between that game and McCarthy and Baron Clover, but that kind of game was filtered out, kind of not. It was other than a close to the one. Exactly, and I suppose yeah, I suppose we were talking the last day about maybe a bit of a chasm between the top end of the Oreen and the bottom end of the Dan Breen, but you know, Ross Gray last year's champions in the Oreen have maybe kind of threw a spanner in the works there with a hard-fought draw, another draw against Mike Harkey. Yeah, good, 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 good first round. Like, you know, um, a draw, they'll take that. Like, you know, I suppose we probably could have been a little bit harsh on them with the with, uh, talking about the gap when after all they were playing Kildangan, you know, which would have been the top top end of Dan Breen. So I suppose to be a bit, to be a bit fair, judging them on the first round of the championship, they got the result, they got the draw against Mike Harkey Boris and, um, you know that'll give them great confidence going into the next next round of games. You know because it's it's hard. You know as you come up, you have to get off to a good start because at that level, you know if you don't get off to a good start, you'll be devoured. And look at Twadden the win that could really really uh, gave huge confidence, but they weren't beaten either. So that'll uh, they'll take great heart from that. Yeah, it was when you kind of look back. I do say there, Steve, and at Kalangan, what I don't was. And like, you know, we're kind of saying, geez, Ross Gray got going over North by Kalangan, but sure, we got going over by Sunday by himself. So, um, Ross Gray deserved a draw, probably. McCarthy wide in the first half probably killed them, to be honest. They were a lot of wides. Um, and then Ross Gray and Evan Fitzpatrick and Alan Tynan got four points and I think Tynan got three. But Tynan was held well, to be fair, Owen Hayes done a good enough job on him. And for McCarthy, Kier Morris is always solid in the freeze, got eight or nine frees, two or three from play as well, you know. but. It was a game where the more Madonna's kind of thinking McCarrick going to pull away, but it couldn't get the clinical few scores to win it. And Rosh Gray, to be honest, scored a few cracking scores there. Connor Sheedy got one there coming back as well at one point in the second half as well. And deserved a draw. Like that, that's massive for him in that group. Um, especially with kind of Toom getting the win. Like Killer Ann now may missing a few for next day's we say. So McCarrick and Rosh Gray won't fear either of them. Like, you know. Exactly. You know, but from a Toom perspective, yeah, you have to back it up now. With yeah. a win, go and top the group, get your get your quarter final, like and no messing around in the preliminary quarters. I suppose another apology for me coming up, and Stephen <laughs> a bit as well with Mullen O'Hone. They're they're <laughs> down, we had them peg for relegation, dog fight, but and then come with the come with the hour, come with the man, Mikey O'Shea got a double against J.K. Brackens. I think they that puts them top of the group on score difference as well. After I think they won. Just get the, up the score here. One by seven, yeah. Two. Yeah, they won by seven, and uh, Drum won beat Nina by two. So, like, yeah, that's Mullen the Hone. That's a massive win for them. And oh, again, huge! Like, you know, they just keep on proving us wrong here. Yeah, it's it the the, the work okay. rate and they never say they never say die attitude. It's, it it's phenomenal. It's always been there. And watching the game there, I only I only had finished watching it there recently. Like the support play. On the defensive side of the ball is un- is unreal. Like, you know, they, they bring back all the they bring back a lot of players. They crowd out the back line. They make it so difficult for J.K. Brackens to 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 put together a couple of moves to break down. J.K. Brackens might take the wrong option or they choose a wide or if Mullahone turned over the ball, it's a diagonal ball over to Mikey O'Shea, and he he caused havoc up that. Like you know, um, it it is just like look. It has to be said that J.K. Brackens were very poor to, as well, I thought. I thought they were very, like, they're coming in as the mid-champions from last year. You know, they got the breakthrough. They got that they got a great mid-championship win last year. I thought they'd be better. um, But they made so many poor, poor uh, decisions. Now, that being said, it came from the pressure Mullen Home put on him. Um, uh, any, any free, I, I don't know if you missed any, but any free Conor Whelan took, took from distance. Could have been a hundred yards, and he was putting more over the bar. He, he had a he had a great game for Mullahone, but their backs were their backs were brilliant. You know they swarmed everything. They didn't give J.K. Brackens, they didn't give him a second on the ball, and then descending off then really changed, really really hurt J.K. The first sending off, you know he he got caught and he, you know hands up he owes his boys an apology. Yeah, and I suppose what they looked again. I didn't see this one, but they looked very reliant, I suppose, from Andrew Ormond from play again. And yeah. then their rudder for freeze bar that there wasn't a whole pile of scoring done for, for Brackens. No, and, and and to be honest, they were poor, they were poor on the freeze. Like Lena Fairbrother was coming out on the charts to take freeze, 
they were taking frees and taking shots from 100 yards with the wind and it didn't make sense like you know leave a back hit them find space because when you're hitting frees from 100 yards even with there's a window you need to be on point because when one or two of them start going wide then it, it the, the, the doubt creeps in then and every shot you take becomes more important than the last one and they've hit some some really poor wides now that they'd be very disappointed with. Yeah, and that puts Brackens in a funny position, I suppose, with Nina and Drum in that group. You know, they could well, you know, they could well kind of see themselves now kind of finishing bottom in that and having a relegation semi-final to to face, like you know, just like that. As you said, a club that's definitely been on an upward curve over mm-hmm. the last number of years, back the mid the mid t- title last year. But I suppose it shows how. You know, there's no place to hide in these championships. We don't want to be drawn too many conclusions, I suppose, at the same time after one game. There'll be plenty more surprises and shocks in round two. But just on that drum game, I suppose Nina, you know, look, they had hard one North final the week before. So I was expecting drum to get the better of him here. Um, Just on the WhatsApp there today, some of you have drum kind of shooting up the power rankings as well. The much maligned power rankings, I suppose, when you look at it, some, of, some of the teams before. So um, drum... Would you say that they hit a fine score? Does that make you? Does that make them kind of back in back? We mentioned as contenders. I yeah, they were played very well now. Kind of expecting to come firing out after kind of this pointing game and the meet against Lockmore where they never got going. They said like the lower players capable of performing. And, like they kind of did sit up like Tommy Nolan there got next and goal who scores. Shane McCallan even his goal is well worked. If I didn't get to watch it back, as a short free hit on the twenty one across the box to another drum lad. Shane made the run back to 14, ball came across. It was something from the training round, like they'll never get it again because it's been done, but it worked like, you know, in the end it was the winning goal. When he went in by two points, like Nina fought late, Tommy Heffern got a goal and did a chance of another goal after that. Like they could have actually robbed it, to be honest. I think it would have been like drum were the better team. Nina missing Jake in the forwards. I know, you know, it's a kind of marquee forward, but like he's getting you five, six, seven, eight, nine points a game when the ball goes into his sticks as well. Um, so he'll have to try and work and see, can they build on the forward? But Neil will still take confidence out of you know, I only lose my two points and miss the marquee, man. But Drum look good. Yeah, and I suppose, look, there's a few different kind of, I, I think that Jake needs a bit of surgery there on the on the jaw or whatnot. Look, that's 100% not confirmed. So, you know, he might be out for a few weeks for him, which would be a massive loss. Yeah, then if they can get, if they can get like with Nina, if they can just get out of this group or not get out during any primary, but even if they do kind of cut, can get another two results and come through, they have the primary to fall back on and like that six, seven weeks away. And like if three mm. acres to get something done, they're kind of saying around that time frame, aren't they? Maybe, yeah. And you know, look, the Bracken's up next in that group, so it's a uh, drum, drum versus Bundahone and the, the two winners facing off. So, yeah, um, you, you know, look, I suppose you have to mind the back door as well. Nina perspective beat. Beat Brackens and and look after that. You know, look after that. Yeah, exactly. Like, in they, they can look at that and just kind of get into knockout stages, get shape back. But they don't want to go out now and be playing playing Brackens and end up just winning by a couple of scores. No, they want to have performance there, trying to kind of get back into. It. So we had them like fishing north. What they done in the north, and you know, with the north being so strong, by seeing Kilagan and them in the weekend, you know it's. Different kind of competition, but yeah. Still. And look, I I know that the stats on it, but uh, you know, I just looking at a few of the results from the teams that maybe won or played in the divisional finals that uh, last weekend. Probably another one will come to in a minute would be Upper Church, but you know, a few of them kind of maybe did surprisingly struggle a bit. Kilnod had probably had a sluggish first half versus Portro. You see Swan then with a, a draw versus Tracy's again, like so. You know, we talk about you know six seven day turnaround in many cases, so. It does have an impact, especially when you're either going from a higher low or of a divisional loss. The West yeah. have it sorted. They have their two week break for Clare. Yeah. They have it all set up. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it makes a big difference. Like the short, because no matter what, any divisional final it takes it takes a bit out of you mentally. Like you know, everyone's able to play every week, but certain games you have to get to a certain level mentally, and you know, like they could be a little bit of a. It's a bit of a slow start the following week if it, if it's a short turnaround. Plus, look after divisional games, divisional final. Maybe lads might have went out for a few beers. Probably not the best preparation, but I suppose when you win the divisional final, you deserve a few beers as well. Even yeah. look, Sars, who with all respect, Sean, the probably the mids wouldn't mean as much to you as you know a win for Upper Church would be like you know. But there was probably you know the Sars were a bit off coloured again the, the following weekend. Then like just in the against Kildangan. 
yeah, you're kind of going a good few weeks in a row there, weekends, like, and kind of, it's a recovery session there on the week, and then you're kind of preparing for the game the weekend. So it's it was quick, rapid fire, to be honest, and, like, lads picking up niggles and stuff, you know, um, and then change of personnel, and lads are moving positions well the whole time. But do say the division's been run off, like, that was kind of something to fill back that. They were great, haven't played off in that, but, you know, as it does show by the results the weekend that teams that were in division finals and got the business end of them, Came out worse in results, like compared to Drummond, who were had three or four weeks prep there. Like exactly, you know, maybe it's a risk you take, but if you got your win in the first round championship, yeah. it, it might have been worth having the couple of weeks extra prep. Before we leave, Dan Breen, there's one more group to cover. There's definitely a, you know, a, a half surprise, I suppose, with Upper Church again. Aforementioned, they're losing to Holy Cross. I kind of half fancied Holy Cross in this as a club with a very good underage pedigree coming. You know, the kind of names like like that are. Are, they're, they're starting to kind of pepper that Holy Cross panel from the under-19 setup last year and then I think you'll see more of them in the next so I wasn't that surprised with this result but you know it, it's it's an important one for Holy Cross Yeah they went like, they went down badly against us in the mid um, but that wasn't the best form to honest like they regrouped since that they did a few weeks to recover and like Upshur had to go to the wire against us and we nicked it in the end like that was that was a hard game bad conditions that was only Week earlier, so as you say, divisional there, overture going into this. Then, probably like the officers probably want to go in, don't want to go in his favors either. And Regina is probably strong favorites, but Holy Cross, by all accounts, are hurling there. And you know what, they pulled away in the end, yeah. So, the other the other game in that group, then Lockmore, a very high scoring affair. This one against Temple Derry, and uh, the Housewives' choice, Lockmore, um, as good as ever, yeah. That's Knock more scores. Temporary, mind you know, especially in the yeah. First that's half. I saw the temporary score first. I was like, geez, they must have came very close. And then I was like, geez, conceded four four more score to four eighteen temporary. Absolute shootout. Temporary do that, like I said, here exactly. And that's you know, and I think was at this one as well. And he said like, you know, the temporary fours are a match for anyone. It's just yeah, the backs probably. That's, yeah, the same yeah. we played above last year, and that like you know, both teams went for head of flutter, but they'll they'll concede more and more against the kind of better teams, like you know, but. Like that would give them like other teams looking at that, like so Holy Cross and Upshurst now seeing that Templary can get that against the Lockmore team. Um we give them confidence. We just need to tighten up the back and just it's for kind of a few years we're at that we're conceding high scores, but it, someday they'll come or just they'll outscore somebody could score five thirty. You know? Exactly. You know, and you saw it in the arena a couple of years ago, they were shooting the ice up. But look, you know, if if you're Templary now. Right, Lockmore was always going to be maybe like a level above, but like you have two games now versus Holy Cross and Upper Church. And, you know, I think you're rubbing your hands together. After a bit of a performance against Lockmore now, um, that, you know, they might fancy themselves and cause it another shock there in one of those, if you even call it a shock. Yeah, that gate, that group is wide open. Like, all the, outside Lockmore, say, if they top it and go on and win it, like the other three teams, any of them come second finals, I think. And depends on the day, kind of. Overture to have two weeks now to a group that will help them big time, you know. Um, Holy Cross probably would love to play a game next week, you know, the opposite. So, well, they're on the farm, so you know, we'll see in two weeks' time, exactly. And as as, as I said, keep uh, keep an eye on the socials for all, what the dates and details. I think they're most of those games are going to be out tonight, so we're recording on Monday, so they might have kind of fixture details for, the, for those, which is. Not the bank holiday weekend, but the weekend after the football's on this weekend, right? I suppose if the tip championships are the greatest show on earth, the the diamond in the crown, the jewel in the crown is the Orient Championship in this, you know, battle royale of, you know, 16 teams. And I suppose on any given day, they can all beat each other and that. And it's, I suppose it's the it's the greatest sandwich in between intermediate and senior. And it's a bit of a cracker. I was out at the Balanan Mary's game to kick things off on the Friday. Uh, Mary's just got on top late on. Uh, um, great game, you know, very big crowd there. Uh, so great for 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 Balena. Like I, I, the two powers did some score and Matthew Power own power for Mary's. Then um, Sean Kendi from from Freeze Ross Peters from play was excellent in the backs. You know, in the backs, James Morris who was with the under twenties this year was exceptional. Really kind of thundered into the into the game as as I went on. You know, it's it's. Great for Mary's to get the the win there, and what was a bit of a banana skin. We're behind for a lot of that game. The other game, then I suppose on Sunday evening, Cashel and mine was a a tempestuous affair. It's uh, I suppose it was bordering, wouldn't be a derby, I suppose, but uh, you know they'd be kind of close enough, close enough to each other. Cashel down to twelve men for I think the last twenty minutes got the job done. 
by three points in the end. Mine were didn't didn't make use of that ball, Stephen. No, and I don't think I don't think the um the 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 rivalry or if you could call it were the result of the three red cards either. Three red cards were absolutely just stupidity. Um, look, I suppose it's easy it's easy commentate on the match, especially when you're not involved. But what mine did in the second half, especially with two extra men, it's just it it's just beggars belief. Like you know, the two extra men and they just l- lump ball down on top of. Of, of the Cashel back line. And even when Cashel broke up, then they were able to find a free man. Like, you know, you've, you've two extra men, yet there's still free, uh, free Cashel men all over the field. It's just, it was extremely poor, like, you know, and yeah, like Cashel will be under pressure now come the next game, you know, they're missing three. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Three players now, three three good hurlers. Like, just, uh, just, I don't want to go too hard on them, you know, but it, you're stamping down on a fella. Like, you deserve everything that comes with the red card. You know, you can't be doing that in a hurling match. Like, that's that's... Whatever about it, like you're getting into a little jostle, you know, the let's say the the, the Brackens that got caught doing to him doing to his man what his man did to him five minutes previous. He just got caught, a little bit of jumping. Um, but you know, you're stamping down on a man, you're you're I think you're going a bit too far there. I didn't I didn't see the other instance, but if you if you're getting one red card, you know, you try and be on your best behaviour for the rest of the game, but to get two more, it's 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 absolutely exactly. a terrible yeah, look for Cashel. If there's a 50-50 on the next one after getting one red card, it's probably, yeah. you know, you, know, like like the, you, you get away with it. So They're going to have to have an old chat in the club, within the club. Like, you know, this this is terrible carry-on. Um, You know, but then the poor, such a poor performance from Wayne Temple too, my paper over the cracks that's going on in Cashel because, look, lads, no matter how bad mine played, to, for Cashel to come out with a win there was fantastic. Um, but, you know, it is, uh, exactly. the talking point you know, of the weekend, we were, I think, was shocking red cards. We were tossing up, you know, what what that should do to Cashel again on the, the power rankings. And I think we have them up a couple of places because, you know, it, it could, like, getting over the line in that, you know, again, with, with the 12 men, it's a, it's, a, it's a big win for them against the adversity and all that. And as you said, but they have to learn from it. And mm, the discipline. Yeah, that, that's it. Like, you know, and I... I there's, there's, there's something that needs to be spoken about because it's not it's not just an LA challenge or it's not just a you know two lads going at it at the end of a fiery game like you know they're they're poor red cards really really poor red cards and that's that's a lack of care you know that's that's what it is it's just I don't care and it's being exactly. selfish if you ask me you know so but and they're down three big players the next day they might have got them the win against Mine Temple too Mine will be thinking you know Garota Connors back the next day that they'll be able to give a right. Exactly, you know, um, Mary's Cashel the next day, so you'd fancy the winner that to go on and win the group. Yeah, yeah. Which, know, again, like, we talk about the quarterfinals straight through. You've the highway, the highway to the playoffs. So, but st- still on that, like then I don't understand why mine were given Cashel a puck out. The flick, I looked at a few clips of it, like they're giving the puck out too. Brown hit anyone, so he's finding loose men, and they had le- less men on the field. I don't know how. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it was it was it was brutal. Like the the mine management have to have a long hard chat amongst themselves about what they were, what messages they were giving out to the field. Like, because Cashel had free men even though they were down two men. That's where you know, yeah, it, I find that like 
push up on it. It didn't so. make sense, yeah. Mark every single man and then leave your, leave your own two men free and sort them out. And and another thing, just, just and they made the pitch so small. Mine yeah. made the pitch so small. Like, you know, you have two extra men. Yeah, make that pitch as big as possible. You know, Bill get you into one-on-one hurling, which are which are extra men then to come and support you. It's like the Connor Ball there, like, give him the ball in space. Like, you know, even like, yeah, yeah. you know, so like, they didn't, like, you know, he just like, came in the corner on his own, literally in the far field nearly, like, all world. Exactly. But, right, right, that's, we'll have to move on. Keep it rolling. I suppose another mini shock. Uh, Aero just down from Dan Breen. Uh, Sarsfield's B or second team. Uh, big win for Sarsfield, Sean. Again, team that might have been in the lower quartile of the power rankings, maybe not as strong as other years. Bad mid defeat, and he came up trumps in style. Yeah, it was Morgan, not Morgan's game, but knew we'd have a lot to do, but. Jeez, them lad, they dug in the second half. It kind of reminded me of our inter-team, intermediate team that won the county final a few years ago. It kind of never said die. Like, the attitude, young lads. Um, they're over on top in the first half. Fox was hitting ball after ball in the back line, and we pushed Harry Fitzgibbon up to Markham, and he just stood in them. And Harry actually got a goal at the start of the second half off him, and Jack Lanigan got the other goal. And from there, we just kind of kept plucking away. To we were always fair four up then in the second half, but... Great win. Um, Mooney made an unreal save as well and goes another time this. So, like, we could have been further ahead, but by God, we'll take that win in Canote. It was, there's some farmers and some of our young lads, like, you know, like Salim O'Carmock, Jack Lanigan, um, Robbie Stapleton, and then the veterans and the backs, like David Maher, who had Dan Breen medals there, was fullback. He just saw it. Like, you know, so good old mix, but unreal to get the win, to be honest, against their organ. Like, that's great for that kind of group of lads there coming on, like, so. They wonder, Aero will be very disappointed. They wonder, like, that was the draw, the draw that kind of went to first, maybe to play our second team. Um, you know, and especially not maybe having a full contingent with a few lads that weren't around. Mikhail, I think, is away as well. So, we, another one or two lads, maybe I could have been honest. So, but they'd be disappointed usually that. Absolutely. And then the other game, that one, Carrick Swan. I think they were five up against Tracy's. Yeah. Coming down the stretch again, maybe a bit of fatigue from the self final. That's yeah, same thing. Division, yeah, just maybe just a bit of energy at the end. Like that's disappointing for Swans. Like the, I would have found something to win that. I think a few mm. of us had been. I'd have been the last man standing. That GS thought one of our parents as well. I say I'm knocked out of all now. This stage, fans. <laughs> a really, a real game of a real game of two halves. They were, they were totally dominant in the first half. Like um, bar freeze, which was probably the worrying aspect for the Swan. They gave away, they kept, they left um, uh, they left Sean Tracy's in the game with freeze. You know, I know they were five points up again, but it was just a worrying trait of the game that the, the silly freeze. And you're going in five points up. I think they possibly could have had the winners as well. And then in the second half, um, you know, and again, that, that puck out is putting all the pressure down on the Sean Tracy's fullback. But the, 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 the constant silly freeze. You know, I, I I don't have the stats, but I'd like to see the stats, stats for Sean Tracy's 116. I think they scored. I'd say I'd be very surprised if they scored more than six points from from play. And they got the goal, you know, but like um in, in terrible conditions as well, you know, sh- lads shooting under pressure is difficult enough. But if you're going to give them a free shot at goal, place ball, you know, you're, ju- you're handing them the initiative and uh, giving away freeze, give teams hope like, you know. Gavin and Eric dominated the middle of the park for long for, for so long. They were on so much ball. It just didn't look like Sean Tracy's were going to get really an asses roar in the second half. But they kept battling and they got a huge slice of luck as well at halftime when um one of their lads should have been red carded uh, just as the halftime whistle went. He gave a he gave a little a nice little dig into the back of one of the swan players. And the referee saw us called him. Consulted his ump, his linesman, and then gave a yellow card, and you know that that kind of thing. I suppose could have took their mind off the halftime, could have took the focus off the second half a little bit, but they 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 should have been up and mangled into the second half. And look, that's not that didn't cost them the game. I think the 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 constant freeze, freeze you know, yeah. constant and freeze. Yeah, the one, they did. They were finishing their game strongly. You know, the last the semi final, the south in the and the final as well, where they. They're nearly caught, killing all. So, yeah, again, maybe it's just a bit of fatigue. Maybe, as you said, the concentration went. And Tracy's even, I was kind of following a line of scores, they even missed a lot of freeze in the second half as well to even win the game. So, Swans were 
gifting, you know, freeze there, glowing second half. Like, you know, so Swans are very, in the end, getting a draw, they could have been bet, beaten. Yeah, they could have, they could have, they could have been beat. I think uh, Tracy might have had the last two wides, maybe, or they missed, or when they were a point up, or when they were, when they were a point down, I think they missed two frees. Then they got their, their score, you know. So, look, I suppose, at the death, they'd be happy to get out of the, with the draw but overall in the game you know the Swan should have saw that out with 20 minutes left yeah yeah moving on then to group 3 all north affair Burgess two point win over Silvermines I think this one was on Clover as well I didn't see any of it I didn't get around to this one now myself either so I'm not going to be able to give they much comment got on it. In, so I didn't get 17 and then Steve <laughs> Exactly. That's your Monday yeah. night view. That's your Monday night view and sorted. So after this, and again another draw Friday night. Clan of Kenny Newport. Jeez, uh, this this group again it leaves after one game wide open. You'd say after Burgess on top, coming off a North final loss. Uh, sit on two. Clan of Kenny Newport won. You know you'd be slow enough and calling this still. Who's going through and who's going into relegation? Yeah, yeah like, all them teams in our day could do that. Like you know that's the thing about this grade. Like um. Well, Clannock Kenny and Newport both pointed with the draw. Like, both could have won the game by all accounts. But, like, then I don't know how we're going to call it. this group. The division games probably took it, told maybe something like come into it. Then. Yeah. And I suppose performance of the week, uh, killing all, maybe are the biggest win, certainly. We'd port roll down the bottom of the power rankings based on they were missing a few, uh, a few lads, AJ Willis and Rune Mulrooney, uh, two of their kind of sharpshooters there. I think Kevin O'Halloran went off, had to go off in this one. It would be the joint captain as well. So nothing's going right for Portro at the moment. Tough old, tough old day, day for him. And Kilnall seem to be really, really laying down a marker this year. You know, Declan Fanny's after coming in there, they, they seem to be really relishing the physical battle too. And look, if we're honest, they've been fluting around the last couple of years. You know, they've a lot of a lot of very good players there. They were losing games last year. We all expected them to win. So they're really, really going going at it this year. You know, they have the divisional championship win under their belt. So the preliminary quarterfinals guaranteed. And they're off to a good start here. They'll want to qualify out of the group by winning all the games to, you know, bring that form into it. So, you know, like there's, there's the confidence is really high in Kilnall. And unfortunately for Portro. That's who they met in the first round, and it just it it wasn't a good day for him. Um, and killing all on that, they won the teams actually have brought their form the whole way through the league division and onto the county. You know, they won the few teams actually have done it so consistently for him. But can they keep it going? Knockout stages like last year, I saw it against those we in Golden in the knockouts. You no, know, they should have probably gone in favours in that, but no, this year they seem a bit more tuned in to honest. They, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I suppose yeah. the last. The last game there, I suppose, bit of a bit of a, I won't say daylight robbery here, but bit of a, you know, Gartner who were well in control against Lara for long periods there. Uh, Lara two late goals, kind of snatch snatch victory from the jaws of defeat. Yeah, great win for him, you know. Um, as another team that's only up from last year, and Gartner Ho then were were pipped in the in the Shame Serene final last year, so. Laura will be happy with that. But look, Laura did the same thing last week in the divisional final. So Gartner should have had a, you know, they should have been a little bit more um, prepared for, you know, Laura going going to the well in the last few minutes, you know. So they'll be, they'll be, they'll be disappointed there to concede a couple of goals there exactly. towards the end. You know, three of, these, three of these teams do have the luxury of the preliminary quarter final in the bag already. So, you know, um, it's a, it's just a mass, massive advantage there now. There's a, I think is killing all the Laura next game, Jeez, isn't it? The, you know, that's winners, right? yeah. Who tops the group there? So um, you know, it's yeah, probably the tide around at this at this grade as well. And on that game there, Laura's goal, geez, Dara going and he fun gone to our social media preview podcast there on Twitter. You see the video from Club like and Jesus, sick door two lads heads, but geez, well two lads heads. But lads doing that should be deck, you know, take him out, you know, but some moving and go from and Laura kind of a smash and grab, but all year we're kind of been touting them, but Gordon who like are going to there thereabouts, like they're just dog of the team as well. No, they be sickened with that great Lou as well, to be honest. Absolutely right. As we'd love to talk about these games in more detail, but now we have to move on, I suppose, to 
the intermediate, the first game that's kind of coming up here. I'm not going to ask Stephen your opinion on that, but uh, Carrick Davin <laughs> uh, and Araville Rovers, a clean sheet for Stephen. And am I right in saying that? In, in the, clean, in the clean sheet, yeah. Yeah, and <laughs> what's score? Five goals? Five, 14 to 16 five, points. 14 to 16, you know, yes, that's... And, uh, so if Mr. Carl is listening, I have I have a car and I will drive if needed. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, look, it's good to get off to a to a good start. Uh, we were confident going into it, you know. We'd um I think we'd a with a clean bill of health. Um we've played Aravale the last few years, so we kinda were both teams, I suppose, are familiar with each other. Thankfully, we were getting the we were coming out on top. So it probably probably made probably made a little bit of a difference there when you're when you're a little bit on top from our team for in, in the previous results. But yeah, look, we, we had a strong start with Billy Roach scored a cracker early on in the game, got the ball out on the left hand side, took on his two took on two men, beat them. The full back was coming to, to to clean him out. Billy made a little jink right all without catching the ball, might I add. And then as he went left, the full back went left with him and Billy then stepped back in, flicked the ball over his head, similar to going the, the Laura goal and absolutely buried it and gave us Conference to start, but in fairness, Arvale they they caught their way back into it, and you know the bit of a breeze there with them. They worked the ball down the field very well, and um went in went in at half time a point up actually, and probably should have been more bar uh, a last ditch heroic block from Adam Forn that was probably going to be a certain goal. You know he was eight yards out. If he didn't beat the keeper, he was hitting the keeper straight on. So, um, but we came out in the second half and just. Fairness to the boys up top, they just they were ravenous. They they ran at him at every opportunity. And you know, we um I think it was three, what did we score? Three, um three, eight or something in the second half, you know, and we we're we we're comfortable enough in the second half. But look, we got off to a good start and that'll give the, the boys huge confidence going into the next round. Absolutely. The other game in that game, that was a draw, wasn't it? Drummond Inch and that was, that was a draw, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, again. Yeah. So tight, tight in that group. You have drum next, is now. We've drum next week, yeah, and uh, Knockville and Aravale then. So drum be no, disappointed to lose that they're up by five or six points late in the second half, so they'd be disappointed in that slip against Knockville there. So, but they score level. Drum actually got scored level in in next time as well at the end or injury time. So you know, like they got the, the leveler after being well ahead in the second half. Exactly. So group two in this, uh, Cap White are flying it. They play Ballangarry in the next round. So. Cap White West champions, I think they beat Golden by three in the end, or three or four in the end, but they were six or seven up goal and got a late goal. Might have flat, flattered them a bit. Uh, Mike is still playing down. Cap White's chances there, saying they're not a top eight or nine team, but uh, it's uh, you know, like they're they're definitely kind of motoring well now. Ballangarry, yeah. very good, very good win over Kildangan. Kildangan B. Yeah, that that Ballangarry now they'll they'll put the disappointment of the South Championship. You know they were, they were flash flying it in that one by all accounts. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know they look. Ballangarry would have told you from the from the get go their focus is on the county county championship, and if they brought us out along the way, they would have been happy. But they're um they're off to a good start. You know another win sees them into the knockout stages, and they can refocus again. So you'd ex- I, I I I'd expect I'd expect Ballangarry to come out of the group, uh, with Kappa White. I think. When you lose the first round, it puts it puts an awful pressure on you. You know, when it um, tis uh, tis going to be a hard road back now for especially for Kildangan. You know, it's been in their second team, and um, I know they're only down from from uh, Premier Intermediate last year. Like, but you know, when you're coming down, the confidence is gone, as we see with with Anacarty. You know, and if you lose your first round, it it, it you know it takes it'll take some recovery for them. But Ballangarry would be happy their first round performance anyway. And just on that goal and short the one nine to score, Jack Lehman got eight, eight points. Like so, you know, when you're one score scoring eight points or you're one nine compared to Cap three or four different scores, they're already buried there, McCarthy and David Buckley. So, you know, the next yeah, round as you say there, fancy Cap and Ballangarry. Um Harrigan's the cause, but still I like, going on form and stuff, you'd fancy them too trying to win the next day. Yeah, Harpin, Ballingary, Ballingary, sorry, yeah, fancy game promoter group. Sorry, come on. Yeah, absolutely. But who'll come out on top now will be the another question. That'll be, that's yeah. another, I suppose, maybe a, the game of the round in the in, in, in intermediate next time out. Yeah, uh, keep an eye on that. I suppose group three, arguably the group of death, uh, Borland, Kilsheen, and Money Goal, and Shannon Rovers. 
uh, Borland beat Kilsheenan by a solitary point, I think, at the weekend. Yeah. Saw what it is. Uh, just in the reports, you know, a fantastic game. Um, uh, seemingly, I, I don't think any of these three, any of the three teams that won the divisions are going to let up and, you know, um, uh, Barry Keogh, I had to mention Barry, Barry Keogh for uh, Kilsheenan. By all, by all accounts, another fantastic game this weekend and, um, when when um when really needed to win buck puckouts especially and he's not a big man now bear in mind he came from the corner forward out to the half forward and really was a, was an unreal outlet for uh, Kilsheelan you know so like Barry is having a great season a great season and you know they'll be they'll be looking to to him a lot more as well going forward but Borland I suppose you know we played him in the county league movement is fantastic um you know they're they're uh, they're looking for the fastball diagonal ball you know the puckouts are quick so you know they'll um this will be a they'll be they'll be happy with laying down a marker too who will many see as probably the two favorites two 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 of the favorites anyway going into the county series and they'll want to have laid down a marker in that first round i think we spoke about it there last week that none of these none of these teams were, were going to be shadow boxing and uh it shows at the weekend yeah probably gave brand like enough for there like i thought it's like I thought it wouldn't be that close either the game, but when he got as we picked him on in a kind of early favourite set went out and you know blitzed on by all accounts against Shannon, so they be confident that win. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um the group four then we Bally Bacon, Skehina Rinky, Barsa Kane and Upper Church. So, so it was all South Affair and Clanmel on Friday night. 14 points to seven, I think it was for Skaheen. So a comfortable win over Bally Bacon, who you'd have to you know, fear for a bit, I suppose, even at this stage. Now they play Upper Church next time out up uh, Boris Kane had a very comfortable win versus Upper Church. But, um, you know, you'd, you'd be fearing not only, you know, that the loser of that game goes into the relegation, but they might actually be doing the drops. Yeah, you like, Bally Bacon now have been tread, treading water for a... Look, I suppose, along with ourselves as well, they've been treading water for a long time and... They were probably favourites to go down the last couple of years, but managed to get the win somewhere. But I'm not too sure of the conditions. But seven points in any game of hurling is, you know, it's a hammering. No matter what yeah. the other team scored, it's it's extremely, you know, like, geez, like that's that's a worrying sign. Like, you know, the over reliance on Brendan Cummins poking the ball down to the the, the opposition twenty one was really on show because if the, if the conditions are poor. The ball is probably not traveling that far. Therefore, you're not creating opportunities. And seven points is that's a that's a poor return now. And you know, you can have off days where it's only seven points, but they'll really, they'll really need a big response the next day. And uh you'd you'd be thinking you'd you'd be fearful for them that you know their days at days at intermediate level could be numbered. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, Boris again, as we said, are in a, a poor position here. Right, that's that's a good review of the action. Um Plenty more to come. Two two rounds. Um, I was up at the big ball yesterday. Dublin Kerry, great great color up there. Dubs by a, a very narrow margin. Something different. So Jesus, all Ireland final day. There's nothing else like it. Ireland or football. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's brilliant. Is it? It probably wasn't the most free flowing game to watch on telly, but the the battles, you know, the the intensity was was something to behold. And none of this slow, sideways passing, like like it's, I suppose that a lot of football folk might want to be seeing Dublin and Kerry contesting the All Ireland final every year, but for the for the the, the non footballers, let's say, if you want us to watch matches, that's the kind of match you want us to watch because exactly the, the big it, two. it was frenetic, it was brilliant. The exhibition and tackling was phenomenal. The tackle, like the defending, like is rarely enjoy watching defending them. But by God, and then the break, Dublin's break when they let Kerry get thrown to forty five and tackle and this break in four to five, and it was like it was enjoyable to watch. Like you know, for a football game, it was just two teams going at hammering hungs and only for Cliff maybe in the second half, who wise that would be like him, um, but still Dublin were a better team. I thought, you know, on the day. Yeah, and our own football championship uh, kicks off this weekend. So best of luck to all the 16 teams. I think it's is it 12 or 16 in, in intermediate as well. So plenty more action to come. 
Um, and the junior B that Avon's got a hard fault win against commercials this this weekend, Stephen. So fair no, play. No, there. no, so no, dual, it was a draw. It was a draw. Dual club, yeah. That's mm. we, we, we a legitimate one, a legitimate one chalked <laughs> off, but ah, there's always something. Too much. There's always something. <laughs> Even the commercials, as we're laughing, ah, at yeah. but yeah. Ah, it was a right out run around now on a Sunday morning and loosened up a few of the, the lads. <laughs> I got picked to play in goal again, so I wasn't too tired this weekend. So it's just close to the we get worried now. He's, he has a few years on you. Bye, lads. Thanks a million. We'll see you again. All right, man. Mit navn er Anders Morgenthaler. Over for mig sidder Roald Bergmann. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi skide trætte af alle de der podcast og forklarer mig nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulig ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt, det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet vedmål. Ind og lyt til Dopaminklubben. Hver uge udkommer vi. Der laver vi sjov og spas med at have den her vidunderlige dopaminmakker.